Hello, and welcome to Your Expert Guest with me, Julie Fry. In this episode, we are going to talk all about the things that you need to do before you start having your podcast interviews. So I've come up with a list of seven of the most important things that you really need to take into consideration before you have that first podcast interview. Before we start, I want to let you know you can always reach me at our website, which is yourexpertguest.com. You can also connect with us on social at Your Expert Guest. Let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about the pre-work that goes into your podcast interview strategy. Number one, first and foremost, and this is something that we work through with our clients. In fact, if you're a client, you may be doing this right now, is determining what is your why? Why are you wanting to guest on podcasts? Is it to build your network. Maybe you want to connect with other thought leaders in your industry. That is a perfectly valid reason. Maybe it is to drive more potential leads for a new program that you have. That's another great reason for going on podcasts. Perhaps it's to launch a new book. So there's a number of reasons that you'd want to get out there, but it's really a good idea and it really drives the rest of your strategy if you know what your primary goal is to get on podcasts, because that would dictate what are your top interview topics, what is going to be your call to action. It really drives everything around what you're going to do next. So figure out what your ultimate goal is with why you want to go onto podcasts. Number two is determining the best interview topics for you. Now, a lot of us are thought leaders in our industry, and there's a number of different things that we could have conversations about. But what you really want to think about is what do you want to be known for? I have a number of clients that are really clear on what it is that they want to be known for. I have one client in particular. His company helps other organizations use the power of storytelling in business to help retain their employees, to help onboard the employees, to help their sales team with their sales process. It's all about bringing the power of story into everything that they do. That is what he is talking about on shows is the power of storytelling. And we've also broken that down into a few different categories. The the steps that we go through to come up with what those best interview topics are going to be is think about the questions that you get most commonly asked by your customers or prospects. Use your client's words whenever possible. Think about what they search for the answers to. What are they asking you? Those pain points that they have that you can help them resolve, those are going to be great topics for interviews because those are things they might even be typing into Google. And if you have that exact interview topic that people are typing into Google, chances are that once your interviews start airing, those interviews are going to come up when your prospects are searching for that solution to their problem in Google. The other piece is what do you love talking about as it relates to your area of expertise? I have one client who loves talking about how to avoid shiny objects. She helps easily distracted small business owners 
stay focused, not get distracted by shiny objects, and learn how to prioritize. So she loves talking about that. It's a great interview topic for her, and it ties in directly with what her desired outcome is. Another idea is topics that align with your ultimate outcome. And I'll give you an example so you know what I mean by that. We have a client, and she is a business strategist. She helps female small business owners. And one of her niches is she serves healers. Think chiropractors, massage therapists, wellness professionals. She has a new project where she is going to be teaching them how to sell because a lot of people that are in the healing profession think that sales is slimy and it's something that they really are either fearful of or really hate doing or just like it's not their jam. So she has a topic called want to change the world, then learn how to sell. It's really the whole conversation is around driving people to wanting to join her group program that is for healers that want to learn how to sell. Three things to determine your best interview topics for you. What do you love talking about as it relates to your expertise? What problems are you solving for your customers? Like think, what would they Google? And then topics that would align with what your ultimate desired outcome is. All right, moving on. So number three, as you're going through this process, we want to think about what is the listener who hears your episode? What are they going to take away from it? What will they learn? What will they be able to then implement in their own life or business? This is the process, again, that we go through with our clients coming up with up to three really clear takeaways from each of these topics And the reason why is because we incorporate those when we are pitching podcasts for them. You want to give the host a little bit more of uh, what to expect when they have this person on the show. What is the listener going to get out of it? What are they going to learn? We don't want to bombard them with every single detail about what's going to happen in the episode, but we want to give them a few clear bullets that help them understand why they'd want to have this person on their show. All right, number four is what are some questions that you would like to have the host ask you? Again, podcast hosts are busy, busy people. So oftentimes, they are doing their podcast out of a love for the medium. They're using it as a marketing strategy for their business. Sometimes they have multiple podcasts. Anything that you can do that makes their job easier, they are going to appreciate. Coming up with, say, five to seven questions that would be suitable for them to ask you in an interview, they really appreciate that. They may not use them, but at the very least, it's a great exercise to go through. And then you get to go through the process of thinking about how you would answer those questions in an interview. Oftentimes, when you are submitting yourself as a guest or pitching a podcast host, sometimes they do have an intake form where they ask for questions that they could ask you. So it's really great to have those at the ready.
All right. I mentioned a podcast guest sheet or a podcast guest one sheet earlier. This is a one sheet, as the title describes, that really gives the host a snapshot of who you are as a potential guest. Things that are going to be incorporated on this are your photo, your bio, and this is generally going to be a shorter bio. So those of you that are speakers know that you're usually having a short a medium and a long bio. This is not the place for your long bio. Usually a medium length bio, say 50 to 75 words is appropriate for this. You just want to share your expertise, a little bit about your credibility. And are you an author? Are you speaker? Are you featured in certain media outlets? This is the place to mention it. You're also going to include your interview topics. So we, for our clients, typically will have five interview topics on their one sheet of things that they can discuss. And then we usually have their interview questions on the one sheet as well. The other thing that is great to feature here is past media appearances. So if you've been on other podcasts, this is a great place to highlight it. You can actually hyperlink the episode to the graphic on the on the sheet. So for instance, like on my one sheet, I have been on Biz Chicks and Sales Maven. And so I link to those episodes so that if an interested host wanted to hear me, they could just click on that image and then they could hear the, the podcast interview. Makes it, again, really easy for them. You're probably seeing a trend here. Make it easy for the host. The other thing that is really important to have on there, of course, is your contact information and your web and social media profiles. Anything that makes it easy for the host to check you out. People sometimes will ask, well, what about if I don't have a social following at all? Oftentimes that is okay. And we'll go into this more in future episodes, but It's not necessarily about how many social followers you have or how many email subscribers. It's really like, what can you share with their audience that is going to be relevant and helpful? But that being said, if you have 100,000 Instagram followers, that's a pretty good place to share. I would accent that on your one sheet if you have a strong social following on on all platforms or on a single platform. All right. So we covered what goes into a podcast guest one sheet, and there are a variety of different styles. You could Google podcast guest one sheet to see uh, a lot of different images. Again, this is something that we do for our clients. We do a branded podcast guest one sheet, so it's consistent with their brand and how they want to show up in the world. Finally, the other thing that is super important to think about is what is your call to action? And by call to action, I mean, at the end of the interview, the host is typically going to say, oh, my gosh, Julie, thank you so much for coming on our show. Where can our listeners go to find more about you? Oftentimes, people will get stage fright or deer in headlights when they get that question. And they'll do one of two things. They'll either give their website, which is fine. Or they'll give every possible way that somebody can connect with them. They'll share their website and their LinkedIn and a long URL to a freebie that they have available and their Facebook group. And the list goes on and on. 
a confused mind when they hear all of those different choices. It's not going to do anything. They will not respond to that call to action. There's lots of different things you can tell people to do at the end of the interview. And again, it drives back to what is your goal? What do you want listeners to do? Do you want them to follow you on social? Do you want them to grab your freebie that you have on your website? Or do you want them to book a call with you? So pick one of those. And then that is what you're offering as your call to action. Ooh, one more important thing is oftentimes people wonder what sort of audio setup should I have? And the the easy answer to that is you want to sound good and you don't want to <laughs> have anything deter a host from saying yes to you as a guest. So here is the basic setup that I recommend. An external mic the one that I use, and you see a lot of people that are either newer to podcasting or getting into podcast guesting is the ATR 2100. It is a solid mic, you can get it for less than $100. It plugs into your computer. It's really easy. There's no extra technical ability that you need to have to use it. So that is why I like it because I am not super techie. And you sound pretty good. The other thing is headphones. Most of you have the earbuds that come with your with your smartphone. Those are perfectly fine to use for podcast interviews. I've heard a number of hosts say that 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 is that works for them. They don't expect you to have external headphones. If you do and want to use them, that's absolutely great. I think a bigger request of most hosts is to make sure that you are turning off your notifications on your computer. Make sure that your dog isn't barking in the background and your kids aren't coming into the room. But in terms of basic equipment, a simple external mic and using your earbuds a couple of other tips. If possible, record in a space that has carpet. You hear a lot of podcasters talking about recording in their closet because they've got the clothes to absorb the sound. And it actually is a very great space to record from an acoustic standpoint. You may not want to do that simply because a lot of podcasts do audio and video and <laughs> the video is going to look kind of weird in your closet. I suggest if you can have carpet in the room where you're recording, a smaller room is better. Like if you're in a big loft space or a big open space, you are going to have a little bit more of that tunnel sound. So smaller room, carpet if possible, your basic headphones that come with your smartphone and something like the ATR 2100 for a mic is a great starting point. All right, I think we've covered the things that you need to know before your first podcast interview. Again, I'm here. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at yourexpertguest.com or on social at yourexpertguest. And I look forward to talking to you in the next episode where we are going to talk all about finding the right fit shows for you. Thanks so much for taking time out of your day to be here. 